It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Gene Stapleton. But it's just like shiny, new, and cleaner. They don't make things the way they used to. No, it's true. Which is fucking true. I know. It's just like one of those like cliched things that people say. What I hear about my grandma saying now all the time is like, what I hear about on the news is like, the guy was saying on the news, uh, uh, you know, there's a there's an ounce missing from every box of cereal nowadays. You really know at the end of the month. And You really know, you know it. know at the end of yeah, the month. It really hits you at the end of the month. I love the idea okay. of like people still shopping like that. Like your grandmother still has... In her head, the way that she shopped for raising her family, right? Like she, you go to the grocery store how many times a month? Oh yeah, you know? and like oh, yeah. you buy all of the food. You go every week for or twice every, a month. Yeah, was and you your buy family... all of the food in that shopping trip, and you do not deviate from that, and you don't usually go back to the grocery store. Oh you, no, you have you have to wait till you go again. Yes, you have enough cereal to feed. However, oh, did many we run people. out of cereal? Sorry, no cereal. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, no cereal. People don't shop like that, right? I feel I feel like I go to the grocery store every other day. Oh, I, I need to get. But you also live close to, to a grocery some store. Lettuce. I forgot to get whatever. You know, like I all guess, the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I used to do it more, but now I definitely try to avoid it, and I just go mm-hmm. for like a once a week. Or my grandmother-in-law used to tell me about like she would take her eighty-five dollars. You know, oh. and she would go to this store, that store, all on Route 18 in East Brunswick, and she would buy everything for one month, on and still have bucks. and still have whatever left over That's for like pizza incredible. night or some kind of thing. You know, like, and if she went to this place, she could get the meat. If she went to this place, she could get whatever. Everything is more expensive now, like, though. But like, think about it. Like when you go out to eat, even if it's to a restaurant, like remember McDonough's used to not be that. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like a local watering hole, you know what I mean? Used to be just reasonable prices. Now Uh, a pretzel is $15, literally. The reason I went for brunch this morning was $50 for two people. Hmm. Like, it's it's expensive to go out. Breakfast. Yeah. Does not cost that much money. No, eggs. Right? And, you know, it was delicious. Or whatever. But, like, you you know, that's a lot. And then. Like, so you're saying, like, the cereal thing that yeah. reminds me. Doritos apparently is, like, there's four less Doritos per bag Oh, yeah, now, I'm sure. So they could retain whatever price point they had. Mm-hmm. Do you see how small the Snickers bars are? Oh, my God, did you see that thing? I <laughs> did. <laughs> the dick vein. And then Snickers came back. And with, they were like, like it's still like, there. Sorry, the vein is still there. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? I honestly thought that was funny as hell. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious and disgusting and stupid all at the same time. Megan, it's anyway. time to watch The Muppets. Yes, it is. And it was a good one. I have to say, on my way here, all I was thinking is, wow, season three is really good. Season three is really good. Like I ob- completely agree. Objectively good. So we have some like really interesting things that happen in this episode. And um, Who is this episode about? to a segment in this episode also. Seriously? Yes. So we are watching the Gene Stapleton episode of The Muppet Show, uh, originally airing in the UK on April 16th, 1978, airing in the US on October 5th, 1978. 
So that's a huge difference. Big, big difference. Six months. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Went into production March 21st through 23rd of 78. Wow. So they've just filmed them and put them out in the UK. Yeah. They were just batched up and sent to us and they just... It's like I a guess podcast. aired them in whatever order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like we're a little rusty. We are. We, it's been a while. so glad that Dr. Bunsen Honeydew was able to repair my us. My mouth. <laughs> if, I don't know. It's just like a weird feeling I have in my mouth. I don't even know if I can like move my lips anymore. In order to get that program to pronounce Gene Stapleton's name, I had to spell it G-E-A-N, take a space, and then write stay, S-T-A-Y. Then pull, P-U-L-L, <laughs> then tin, T-I-N. Gene Stapleton. I'm glad that that was such a delight, though. All right, so let's get things started. Why don't we get things started? Gene is puzzled when a two-headed girl wishes her good luck. She's even more puzzled when she sees she has three hands. I loved this, when she's like... And all of a sudden, this extra set of hands comes out. I, and, it's and like, it choked her? Uh-huh. Wait, but I didn't realize it was a two-headed girl. And I watched the beginning of this episode twice, and I didn't realize it was a... I didn't realize there was a two-headed girl. And I was either. like, okay. And she's like, oh, am I the only normal one around here? And I was kind of like, okay. And then I saw the three hands, and I was like, well, that's funny. But I didn't <laughs> understand the setup of the joke, because I was like, wait, was there something abnormal? Or like these these girls are just like fangirling her? I wish there was a way to see this Muppet. That Yeah, you know, like I didn't, I don't think it read two-headed girl. But I yeah. like don't want to already come out the gate and be like, I am so surprised by Gene Stapleton's voice, but I am so surprised by Gene Stapleton's voice. Why? I never heard her speak straight like this. I've only ever heard Edith Bunker speak. Okay. Edith has like, she just kind of nasal and high pitches it more. What does she do? It is like, it, ah, is, it is truly the difference between hearing Fran Drescher talk like a normal straight person no. versus talking like the nanny. I've never heard her deviate from the no. nanny voice. But that is her voice, the nanny voice. Is it? It is. She really runs around talking like that? Yeah. That's Fran Drescher's That's voice. That's a lot, man. <laughs> nanny fine. I love Nanny Fine. I don't know if I said it yet today, but I absolutely adore her. Be sure to say. We should all feel blessed that we had that show in our lives. I think the Nanny is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. (laughs) I was scrolling through HBO Max the other day, and they have like a way that you can sort things by age. Because I was trying to watch The Lorax. See how old you are. And I love The Lorax. You ever seen the animated? Of course. Version, you know, from '72. Uh huh. So I'm like, I really want to watch that, and I'm like, who owns it? You know, I know that it, as a kid, I know it was produced for CBS, but I'm like, I don't know if it's not, it wasn't on Paramount. So I'm like, let me check HBO Max. So I looked and they have an age breakdown of like all of their stuff you could watch. And the nanny is listed in the like seven to 10 age bracket. And I'm like, this is hilarious because that show was not made for that demographic, but it was solely watched by that demographic. I feel like, like it must child, have, right? As a child, I definitely watched from age seven to 10. I watched the nanny. I would sing the song. Uh-huh. I was fixated on the TV. And it, it it starts with a bang of an animated title sequence, uh, and which I is the way to that. get me. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Baby's Kids starts uh-huh. like that. There's I love babies um don't tell mom the babysitter's dad yes yeah i love oh honey i shrunk the kids christmas vacation yeah all of these things that have a title sequence that's animated it's you know you're in for fun i feel like the animated title sequence is equivalent to like the spinning signs of the 50s that just like died oh yeah we've talked about spinning signs before and 
where did those all go? Yeah, it's like we didn't need them anymore or yeah. we didn't want them anymore. And I don't know why we didn't want them anymore because I would like to see a bowling alley spinning on top of the bowling alley. Yeah. Like, it was for... replaced by neon, I think. Yeah, neon. And then neon kind of went the way of like LEDs now. I stuff, love you know? an obnoxious, like, I, I don't even know what to call it, like a fiberglass object like Manny Mo and Jack on the Pet Boys like like just and I love when they're not done well Uh (laughs) (laughs) in um one of my favorite things that I can think of is in the what is that which Batman Returns that huge the huge cat oh yeah oh the cat head yeah um Uh Max whatever the fuck his name is (laughs) you know what is it Christopher Walken's character Mm -hmm. his company that he owns Mm -hmm. I forgot I haven't watched that one in a while all right so the Muppet Show theme Gonzo's about to blow his trumpet, but Kermit blasted trumpet directly behind him. I liked this. I love any time Kermit actually is fun. And oh, yeah. Not I just like when Kermit's fun. So our opening number, after Fozzie makes a joke about Gene Stapleton's name, Annie, Sue, and the pigs perform Tico Tico. What, do you think that I liked this or enjoyed this at all? Or what um, would your guess be? I'm going to guess that you didn't. And I think that this is the beginning of a problem that we had with this episode. I fucking hate Annie, Sue. Annie, Sue got way too much screen time in this episode and why she's not even and an, an, i can't speak she's not even an entertaining muppet she's not it sucks i hate that they gave us another female muppet in the way of a adversary for piggy you know like she needs another adversary I, right like all the dudes are horrible to her why do we need her to have competition but also, also like I'm sorry. I thought we were going to see Piggy as like doing like a lot more of these acts. Like I like ever since I saw Quanta Lagusta, I'm like, when is that? And then it's like Peggy. Is this Peggy Sue's like, I don't know. Is which one is this that she's singing? Annie Sue. First of all, Oh, Annie Sue. This is Tico Tico. This is a song that yeah. she sings with the pigs. Yeah. This isn't like her later performance where she like lays on Rolf's piano. Yeah. No, one- this this I felt like was trying to be Quanta Lagusta, but it wasn't. Yes. It very much had that vibe of like everybody's out Latin, dancing. dancing. Yeah, but she's just not as good like and no offense i i like that they have a female voiced muppet but it's that's like, the thing is it's it no sucks. frank oz doing piggy doing yeah. dancing like they gave us this uh, a character that's actually voiced by a female it's a female character yeah it's being maybe their intentions were good but yeah but they then created this like no it didn't work like yeah i don't know it sucks she should be a different species she should present like she should, she I shouldn't know. be on the show. Should, Get rid of her. <laughs> There's only room for one piggy. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> then backstage, Gonzo's looking for his Mexican jumping beans, which were eaten by animals. This was funny. This was funny. What was it that Arriba, just, Arriba makes them bounce? Yeah. And animals like jumping all over the place, and then Animal gets wise to that's how they work, so he starts saying it because he's like, uh, "No, Gonzo, it wasn't me. I know how to find out. All I have to do is say Arriba. Ah. Arriba. Ah. Arriba. Ah. That is very Looney Tunes. That is very, uh, what's the mouse? Speedy Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Right? He, he says Speedy Arriba. Gun. Yeah. Again. Andale, Andale. Mel Blanc. Wait. Mel Blanc plays that character. Am I confusing 
Speedy Gonzalez with that Nelly song. Underlay mama, yeah, oh what's poppin' tonight? <laughs> that is Nelly, right? Yeah, that is definitely okay, Nelly. Yeah. Off Southern Grammar, yeah. I assume. That, that was a album. very big album uh-huh. for that time. Yeah. I mean, massively big. You know who else used to be big during that? Ludacris. I don't yeah. hear Ludacris anymore. Ludacris I don't hear just Nelly. Acts. Now. Oh, he acts. He's, he's, and like when I say he acts, Luda. I mean he's just in those fast movies. Oh, he's in the fast. Oh, he's in the fast. He's in the movies. fast franchise. Okay. I just saw a, a clip of. I've never seen any of those movies, mm-hmm. and it's just not my type of movie. I don't give a shit about cars, you know. But I saw a clip from that movie that was apparently improvised, and it's The Rock entering the scene of like a cookout. No, you can't call him The Rock anymore. Every time you call him The Rock, Vince Vince McMahon <laughs> makes another dollar. Oh no. Okay, so fine. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson <laughs> enters the backyard cookout yeah. and says to, I don't remember who, but he says to some guy like, this guy, I think it's Nas. I don't know. Is he in those movies? He says to Dwayne Johnson, he's like, uh-oh, better hide your baby oil. He's here, you know? And he goes, better hide that that big-ass forehead. And he improvised that line, and Ludacris is standing next to the other guy, and he spits out his beer laughing at, like, this improvised joke. And I'm like, that's fun. Like, yeah, that Ludacris fun. seems fun. Ludacris but, like... does seem fun. <laughs> I saw a video of Ludacris being like, okay, let me show you. Because some, I think it was a TikTok, and some fan asked him a question, and he was like, I still have my first card that I, like, his, like, uh-huh. it is like an Acura from the 90s, and oh, it's, like, Jesus. very clean, uh-huh. and he still has, like, that original, like, setup with the speakers he had in uh-huh. there, and he's, like, starts it up with the key. <laughs> 12 disc changer, probably, yeah. in the trunk. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's pretty cool. All right, so now we're joined by Gene and Fozzie singing Play a Simple Melody, backed by Ralph and the Muppet Orchestra. This was, like, really cool to see that she's, like, a very talented singer. And she called him a dingbat, which is what Archie called oh, Edith. Did, I, I didn't even clock on, that. On, uh, it's, I wanted to say it's always sunny. All in the family. <laughs> it's all in the family. It's all in, in the family in Philadelphia. <laughs> I loved watching that as a kid, I think. Like, I remember watching it on, like, Nick at Night and stuff. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's people who are like, you couldn't make All in the Family today. And it's like, well, they kind of do in other sitcoms. Like, yeah. It's, it's just, just not the, as groundbreaking. Yeah. And the jokes have just changed to be like the new considered minority or, you know, like yeah. they, they just get updated. It's not that you can't make that kind of show because they still very much do. And it was also like the middle classes look looks very different today than yeah. it did back then. And that was a thing. It was like the war. This is a middle class blue collar, you know, lower yeah. middle class family um, with, you know, a liberal minded daughter, somebody mm-hmm. who's like different from them. And I think that was almost like new in the zeitgeist then. Yeah. In, yeah, the in idea a way, of like because this, it, like rebellion and it was a different time, like the set the sixties, and it also from comes from like women's the, lib too. Yeah, and the women's like, lib you know, is that, a big like, part of the it. The daughter be allowed to have not allowed, she's you know a what I mean? Like she, yeah, she's a feminist and she's outspoken because she wants to try to like educate her parents, and she's with a man who's also a feminist. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it. You couldn't make this show. Nowadays, Wait, is that Rob no Reiner would, who's her? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's Sally Struthers. Yes. Uh, okay. Did you you never watch Gilmore Girls? Right. Not, I've I've heard of it. Seen Dude, it. Dude, Sally Struthers so is fast. on. 
That's all they I talk hear. so fast. Uh, Sally Struthers plays this like wild neighbor on Gilmore Girls, and she's very good on it. Really? Yes. Yeah. She plays this woman called Babette, who's like an older, like I don't know, like brassy, crazy lady who's like over sexualized and everything. Like she like has this like, like young mom. boyfriend uh. and stuff, and she's like, "Oh, I hope you didn't. I hope you weren't up late listening to uh, the bed squeaking, like that yeah, kind of shit." Uh, you gross. know, like she's their next door neighbor. And okay, yeah. She's like a creep, but in like a very fun and like wild way. Yeah. Like when a new man moves to town, she's always gonna be like, "Ha," huh, you oh, know, like fanning herself and shit. Speaking like, of, I saw an American Pickers the other day. <laughs> And they picked these people's house and it was like this guy and his girlfriend Mm -hmm. and they were like definitely older folk. And the woman was like obsessed with Frank. The one who looks like my Uncle Tony. The one who looks like... Which I literally, I like, I, I, I like can't stand this guy because he looks like my uncle. I never put that together, and yeah, he does. He looks yeah. exactly like your uncle. And I'm just like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry, that reminded me of that for some reason. Uh, I hate the other guy the way he says his name. Mike. Mike Wolf. Mike Wolf instead of Wolf. Yeah, fucking learn to pronounce your name, dude. Saw, <laughs> this is so stupid. But like, I saw an episode where they like had Danny picking with them, uh-huh. so it's like Danny. Is picking with, with Mike and Frank and Mike's brother is picking with Frank mm-hmm. and like I just saw Frank and Mike's brother in the car and like that's the only shot of the episode I saw and uh-huh. I was like oh my god it's like poor Mike didn't age well I was like it looks like Mike but like <laughs> did you watch the Jack White episode yet no I oh haven't my seen god. it okay and I had to sign into Peacock because I ran out of episodes on the Dis- uh, uh, Discovery Plus there's more on Peacock. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Why? I don't know. They Peacock have different episodes. some weird deals with the devil for some of the shows they have on there. Yeah, they have they have different episodes than um, the what I like, Discovery Plus. You has. know that show Yellowstone that like people love. Oh yeah, I've right heard now? of it. Yeah. So that show is like made by Paramount. Kevin Costner's in that. Yes, yeah. it's made by Paramount. It's not on Paramount Plus. The whole series is on Peacock. That yo, you know, what was wild to me when HBO Go like first came out like a decade ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Now and they didn't have "Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead," and yeah, I was it's like, like, "You guys made this fucking thing," but they sold it. Like they sold the rights to it. And I'm just like, <laughs> they just sold it off. I like, didn't. I love that movie. Why would you ages, sell that movie? They didn't have Mr. Show either. That's wild. And like, you guys made four seasons of this. Well, Showtime thing. did that with Dead Like Me too. They just <laughs> sold off these episodes. Yeah, you like, can. Only, Weeds I, is on Peacock, I think. Like, why is it not on the Showtime app? Oh my god, that's so funny. All right, Megan, this is exciting. Gladys serves Kermit a sandwich, which Kermit says he didn't order. The order, a walnut and lima bean sandwich, is Gonzo's. Who sends it back because you forgot the jelly. I don't I'm think you're ready for this jelly. very glad to see Gladys back. I'm ready for Gladys to be back. I was not ready for the jelly. delighted when I saw Gladys. Yeah. This is Richard Hunt's my favorite character. I think he does. Yes. And I really hope that we get to see her more because like. Come it makes up on, for how much I hate Scooter, I think. Right? It is a perfect balance. She could be related to Scooter. She's Scooter's grandma or great aunt or great aunt. aunt she's definitely scooter's great aunt yeah i think so yeah this isn't jp's sister this is like on the other yeah. side of oh the family. definitely but they're related they are related they go they have the same thanksgiving table and right jp not to be uh confused with jp morgan jp just plain gross so now we have another at the dance dancers include kermit and miss mousy <laughs> dr bunsen honeydew and a mouthless female whatnot Two pigs dancing cheek to cheek, literally, and a man with a herring aid. 
I am tired of these fish jokes. A herring aid. Well, wait. Kermit's like, I didn't get the joke. Because it's, she didn't see that she didn't have a mouth. What yeah. was the joke? It was something about Honeydew was dancing with a woman who had no mouth. And Honeydew and he, would be like, what's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's that? Or whatever. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. <sighs> Honeydew is, a, is funny. I am, like, really about done with these at, at the, the dances, dances, though. Like, it's not, I don't know. It's fine. Over it. I'm over it. What's next, then? UK spot. Annie Sue sings, Daddy Wouldn't Buy Me a Bow Wow, accompanied by Rolf, who slowly gets disgruntled by the term Bow Wow. First of all, Annie Sue can... But calms down when he's menaced by a violent pig. Annie Sue... The way she's, like, laying on the piano and, like, I don't know. This song, like, kind of sucked also. I didn't like this. Daddy wouldn't buy me a bow wow. Daddy wouldn't buy me a bow wow. I've got a little cat and I'm very fond of that. But I'd rather have a bow wow 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 wow. I can't go on. It's humiliating to be called a bow wow. But it's only a song, Ross. I refuse to do it, Miss oh. Oink Oink. <laughs> Sing, Fleabait. Uh, yes, so this song, oh my God, was written by Joseph Tabnar, Tabrar in 1892. In 1892, <laughs> jo- Jason Tabrar <laughs> sailed the ocean, but no. Just kidding, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, uh... Daddy Wouldn't Buy Me a Bow Wow is a classic British music hall song, which was sung by Annie Sue, accompanied by Ralph, blah, blah, blah. Bubba. So it's a hall song. That's bizarre. Can you do know. me a really big favor mm-hmm. and put, after we say the Annie Sue announced that, can you put the critic saying, It stinks. It stinks. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> it stinks. Underrated show, <laughs> the critic. Oh, my God. I like that's one of those shows that I like could constantly keep going back to. I got to figure out where that's streaming because I'm way too lazy to put my DVDs in. I haven't seen that since I used to watch it. Since like, you seen it? Since I seen it, yeah. yeah. But I it fucking remember loving it. Yeah. One of my favorite all time bits from the critic is when um, he like starts. I think seeing the makeup woman, and she's like a very old lady. <laughs> And she has a she falls down and has a heart attack. Act, 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 act. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's... I'm having a heart attack. Act, 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 act. <laughs> and I'm pretty it's sure so his response is, "You stupid. ought to know by now." <laughs> you ought to know by now. Our sorry. talk spot. Gene reveals to Sam the Eagle and the, that the Swedish chef doesn't speak real Swedish, but she can understand him. Because she took a correspondence course in mock Swedish. Sam insists that the chef starts speaking honestly. So from now on, he agrees to speak in his native language, mock Japanese. Yikes. Yikes. I'm just glad they didn't add like a bong or something. Oh yeah. my god. Or right? a gong hit, I mean. Anything yeah, like anything that, like that, like, yeah. Oh so the... This, I can't believe they still play that song, like, turning Japanese and stuff on the radio and I, stuff. I'm I know. Like, especially because like, it's not even a good song. It's not a good song. And it's just annoying to hear, frankly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this was our final talk spot. This this is our final? This is the final So Gene spot. Stapleton sees us off. Yeah. And the Swedish chef broke the bit. 
Okay, that's fine for me. Being racist. Yeah, I, it's fine. It's fine, fine with me because I don't particularly like the talk spot. No, me. Remember they, when they didn't know what to do with Candace Bergen, mm-hmm. and she like took pictures. Yeah, it was like okay. It was like it's better than the regular talk spots, but it, still, it's not great. It was better than a regular talk spot, but like the only good one is the first one, the Rita Moreno one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Piggy is upset that she's not in the upcoming melodrama sketch. Annie Sue doesn't want to be in the sketch, so Piggy takes her place, but doesn't realize what she's in for. I love these gay sketches. They're so I, funny to me. I don't understand why Piggy wasn't going to be in the sketch when, like, they've been doing these with her. I think... And, like, you're not in this sketch. You're... This is, like, they're just a player for Uncle Deadly and... I think this is so funny like uh-huh. this it is such a gay thing i know i bring it up every episode but it's yeah. such a gay trope to me and i just think it is so fucking funny it i think that it's really cool that it's at least being played through yeah. by one of their out performers too you know like that's especially fun <laughs> and cool uncle deadly, it's so good so the muppet melodrama uncle deadly has piggy tied to the tracks wayne is about to save her when he observes that he and Uncle Deadly were in the same Boy Scout troop. Yup. <laughs> Piggy is left to save herself. These these have been a lot of fun. <laughs> especially like their weird like, hey, I think I... Like they go from being like enemies to like instantly being like, I think I know you. I've seen you somewhere. And then they like get on and then Piggy, you know, is basically left. Piggy's done. To die. <laughs> Kermit gives a sarcastic apology to Miss Piggy. Who whacks him with the railroad track she's still tied to. Oh my god. So it's like, not only can she not get rescued from the sketch, she's not rescued after the sketch either. She has to waddle off still with a prop on her back. Our next bit is Muppet Labs. Dr. Bunsen Honeydew shows off his new shrinking pills. Beaker eats too many and shrinks very small. I like, I really do think that it's so cool that Muppet Labs has become like a much more formed thing and that like, oh yeah, they have like a full lab. It's and a solid sketch. And I love the way that too. it opens with like the clock, like moving all like erratically and everything. I really like it. I'm feeling Dr. Honeydew. I told you, I'm like feeling it more than I ever did. Like, yeah. I don't know that I thought he's so funny. he was so funny, but now he, I really do. I think he's hilarious. <laughs> tinker, tinker, tinker. <laughs> So next, Jean asks to do a closing duet with her favorite Muppet, Crazy Harry. I don't think I could have predicted that anybody has Harry on their speed dial of favorite Muppet. I think he's like, it's, it's, I think, I still think it's really weird that they make him look like, I don't know, like that. Like a Unabomber? Yeah. (laughs) Type character? Yeah. Who plays Crazy Harry? Let's see. Crazy Harry makes me uncomfortable. Jerry Nelson plays Crazy Harry. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, he's like I don't know. There's something about him. He's very haunted. Like he's. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't. He's I don't not like well. I've, we've seen a lot of shit in our lifetime. I think so. Yeah, we. I don't want to see this. Yeah, we went to school during active shooter. Um, yeah. Columbine. What do they call the uh, drills? Oh yeah. And um, our high school our got high school in particular got like famously had weeks of bomb threats called in. Lots of bomb threats. All false, of course, and everything proven false. And because that, who the that fuck girl was would definitely wanna... uh, was it a girl? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, she was expelled. 
So what do you th- yeah. where do you think that girl is now? I don't know. Do you remember her name? Don't say it. I but don't remember her name. I know that she was. I would good love to look her up though. People in my neighborhood and would take our bus home sometimes. Oh, yeah. I could. I don't know that I could figure out her name. She was a grade below us. But yeah, that's like wild. How, how that was like literally it was like two weeks. Every couple of days it would be like, and then. Every morning, our we would what? be evacuated. We would literally get off the bus to the football field where they would have us remain evacuated. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Such fun. Such fun. <laughs> so now Gene sings, I'm just wild about Harry, as Crazy Harry sets off several explosions around her. I did like this, yeah, though. Definitely. I thought this was so much fun. It was fun. Then she would like kind of run past a pillar and the pillar explode <laughs> yeah. and cause her to run to the next one. Like, she another... was fun. I thought she did a good job. Yeah, I thought she did a really good job. <laughs> just like chocolate candy. Oh, and just like honey from the Again, I'm like so like I mean to play a character like Edith Bunker does take a real star. You know, like it takes a lot of like acting chops and stuff to play such a character like that. But I'm so surprised that like she's so talented like musically and everything, you know? Yeah, she's really quite a talent and I brought you the picture of yes. uh, the chairs. From what is this Smithsonian called? I forget what it's remember? called, but does it have a date on the back of this picture? Oh, it's very faint. So in Washington DC. Nineteen does this say oh nineteen eighty six. We weren't even born Jesus yet. Jesus yep. Christ. November nineteen eighty six. Encased behind glass are Edith and Archie Bunker's chairs from the set. Iconic of All in the family. Iconic. I mean you really? see those chairs and you just know. It was I, I do I think I remember seeing them. I know that, like, I definitely remember seeing the Fonz's leather jacket mm-hmm. and the Swedish chef. Is it American history? It might be the American history. And it's like there's a pop portion yeah. of it. Yeah, because there's, like, an automotive wing and shit. Yeah. I and forget. then, yeah, I think that that is just, like, the popular culture area. Yeah. I'm it's trying always to remember under what construction. Else... Everything's always under construction in D.C. When <laughs> I was going, when I went last, they were opening a, um, a Batman exhibit, like, Next month, you know, like you, you don't know that it's happening until you're there and you see that it's closed over and it's like coming soon. And they have all these pictures of like Michael Keaton, Batman oh, and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, great. This fucking sucks. We also like just so <clears throat> happened to wander into the, the um, portrait hall. Oh, yeah. The portrait hall. I've seen that. On the weekend. It was like the Saturday before they were going to unveil the Obama's portraits. And we're, like, wandering through, the, and we're like, what's going on here? We're, like, so fucking dumb. And then, like, we watched the news the next day, and they were like, oh, here's the Obama portraits. And I was like, damn, like, we literally, yeah. a day off? That sucks, you know? I got to see their portraits. I thought that was pretty cool. Wandering through the Hall of Presidents where you see all of their portraits, it's so, it's very cool, but so few of them are anything spectacular mm-hmm. aside from like Obama's and I thought Clinton's was cool. Yeah. I don't remember why, but like when there's like these an artistic approach instead oh, yeah. of like a straight portrait, 
you know. Was Kennedy's really interesting looking too? You know what? I can't remember. Neither can I. I need to go back to like just DC and yeah, go DC's museum hopping. And then you have to go see the big, the statue, the uh, sculpture of the Big Bang and touch it. Yeah. The one that I'm I want to see that. That's it's, so cool. It needs to be. It's amazing. I, I like think about, I told you, I think about That's that the, statue. Like, like Aerospace Museum? Air and Space Museum. Yeah. yeah. It's called, um, it's like, I think the exhibit is called like Measuring the Universe or something like that. And mm-hmm. It's, it's an amazing place. I like I'm so surprised by how much I love DC. Yeah, like, DC's so a fun cool. place. I love the mall, like walking around the mall. Yeah. And, I mean, I love that all the music, everything's free. Mm-hmm. Not everything, but like mostly everything is free. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I've been to the Lincoln Memorial twice now, and the, each time. It's spectacular. It's spectacular. And you feel like, okay, cool. It's like a big statue. No, it's in really a amazing. When you get up to it and you like, what? It. It's perfectly presented too. Like you have yeah. to approach it and oh, everything. Yeah. It's so cool. And it's what about the theater? Silent and everything. Where he know? got shot. Did you ever go there? No. I went there last time. I went to DC. What that was. I forget what it was called. The theater's called. Yeah. Me too. I, but um, I saw like the balcony that he was Jesus sitting Christ. on and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's cool. That there, it's a theater that's that. in use actually right really? now. Yeah. And then they also have tours. God damn it, I can't remember what the theater was called. It's such a famous theater, mm-hmm. obviously. But it was great. It was a really cool museum. and I was laughing with our friend Kaylin the other day about it, about just visiting D.C. because we had other friends who were going soon. And I was like, we were talking about how much we love taking the electric scooters through the city. And then, like, we feel so glib about, like, the whole thing. Because, like, we're, like, rolling on over to the Lincoln Memorial, hop off to see the thing, and then get back on it. Now we're, like, rolling past the, like, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. Know, and, like, yeah. you know, you feel, like, weird. But, I'm, like, it was so such a you cool way to everything. see the city. So, like, you know, in all in one day. It was yeah. a lot of fun. I think that's a cool way to travel on it. D.C. is definitely an interesting place. I, yeah. I like being in D.C., Girls were girls and men were men. Well, at closing, <laughs> Crazy Harry shows up and sets off more explosions. And the Muppets love an explosion. The Muppets love an explosion. But I guess go out with a bang, right? That's the Muppets way. So this all in all was a pretty decent, solid it episode. It was a strong episode, yeah. A little too much uh, from Annie Sue, but what are you going to do? <sighs> That's Hopefully all I have to say. we won't say. see her next week. I know for a fact we won't see her next week, just to let you know. <laughs> Spoilies. All right, so next week we're going to be watching the Alice Cooper episode. And it's a good show. one. I episode, can't wait to talk to you about this episode, Doug. Episode 307, premiering in the UK on November 24th, 1978, premiering in the US on November 2nd, 1978. Oh, so right after Halloween. I know. Because this was a very Halloween-y episode. It's- Yes, this episode was Halloweenier than the Vincent Price episode, True. which was very Halloweeny. Yeah, I can't believe that. Like, I don't hear more about this episode. I thought this I've was never a great episode. seen a clip from it. I had never any, and it's like it's a solid episode. Yeah, let's get to it. All right, so join us next week as we watch the Alice Cooper episode. Here is a brief synopsis from the episode. Yep, the talented but frightening Alice Cooper sets an eerie mood for the show from the moment he tells Scooter that the monsters in his dressing room aren't the Muppet Show's monsters. They're his. Even the floating blue mask that comes out of Gonzo's horn in the opening is otherworld- has an otherworldly feel to it. So we're in for a- an all-around spooky, spooky episode. Join us next week as we watch the Alice Cooper episode. Um, you can follow us on social media at ITTWTM. And message thank- us. For listening.
Thanks for listening. And you want to hear anything? Yeah, thanks for the gumball for me.